0: This is Hearts of Oak podcast. Free speech, religious disagreement, children's rights, and open and free discussion on any topic are bedrock to a democratic free society. And we seek to promote and champion these basic rights. Join us. Let's keep the conversation going.
1: What were we going to cover? The first one, if my producer can bring up, is on Gorbachev. Obviously, I I remember, I mean, uh, Gorbachev was, uh, well, we'll bring the story up, but I remember going up with Gorbachev and Reagan and Gorbachev has passed away. So if uh, my producer can bring that up, then we will discuss that covered everywhere. Of course, he was extremely elderly and that uh, let me bring up and give me a moment, I'll bring it up. Uh, Here we have, it was all over the place, but this is, this was in the Daily Mail. So I will, here we have. Ah, I've even forgotten how to share screens. (laughs) So here we have a final embrace for her father, daughter of Mikhail Gorbachev, bids farewell as late Soviet leader is laid to rest at a funeral in Moscow as thousands of Russians queue to pay their respect. Uh, Vladimir Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, said the Russian president could not come due to work schedule. (laughs) <laughs> well, I know what that schedule is. Uh, dignitaries pictured arriving, including Hungarian President Viktor Orban and the US Ambassador John Sullivan, uh, despite huge outpouring of tribute from West after Gorbachev's death reaction much more muted in Russia. Mikhail Gorbachev at 91, who was in power between 1985 and 1991. So 1991, when every step down, I was 14. What age were any of you in 1991? I remember it well. I remember being excited watching Ronald Reagan, being excited watching Margaret Thatcher. uh, And of course, that friendship did mean that the Iron Wall came down, that communism collapsed, that freedom was given to those countries in Eastern Europe. And it meant the end of the USSR and back to single Russia. And of course, that's one of the issues we have at the moment. And there is gorbachev's daughter irina virgan virganskaya. I need a Russian speaker <laughs> says her last goodbye to her father mikhail Gorbachev during his funeral um and i i don't they wanna i mean it's it's the passing away of of a a legacy a memory, a huge figure on the world stage and for all his failings for all his wrongdoings, it was Gorbachev who did speed up the collapse of the USSR and the end of communism and the right to freedom in those countries in Eastern Europe. So I think it's something, his life is something to be celebrated that he managed that. So I think we'll take that away. And what's our second uh any comments down any comments down on i keep moving off okay uh Paul two thanks well i answered your question by me not being in telford <laughs> uh chris davis 33 welcome back peter hope you enjoyed your time off i did but i missed all you guys nick bumble even fellow patriots uh Chris Davis, 33, says, I was 30. I was 20. So I've just added 10 years to your life, Chris. Sorry about that. I was 20 in 1991. Nick Bumble, I was almost born in 1984. Uh, drop all your comments on the side. So we're going to get our next, our, uh, next story. Our next story is on LGBT. Uh, let me take a moment if my producer my pro jam producer i'm trying to get his attention i've got his attention yeah uh that's fine he was he was sleeping on the job goodness you you can't pay people to do a job these days i see a big smile so he's back with this uh he might have been on flight sim or something dude can't do two things at once he's a guy so he definitely can't but back to so lgbt BS. We're going to go on to this Daily Mail story. And this is where your money is spent. The headline is Fury after Fire Brigade spends £17,000 of taxpayers' money on decorating engines in LGBT rainbow colors. And of course, it's not that that's a massive amount of money. But it's that actually our fire services should be doing something and not really concerned about how, uh, I guess, PC they are. So this is a LGBT. Let me see who else is. Come on, more comments on on Getter. Come on, let me know what age you were in 1991. Come on, more comments down here. Let me see if I can bring up this. Story. Uh, let me remove that. Oh, it's a pain doing these things solo. Always good to bounce off someone else. But that's why I want you to put your comments uh, your comments up, and then I can have a little bit of back and forward with you. Uh, definitely much better than me just talking. I'm going to get a sore throat if I just talk and can't look at any comments. So here is the next story on the fire brigade. Let's look what the fire brigade is up to. Here we have fury after fire brigade spent seventeen thousand of taxpayers' money on decorating engines in LGBT rainbow colours. Three fire brigades spent seventeen k on painting fire engines in rainbow colours: Oxfordshire, Dorset and Wiltshire, and Suffolk. Has spent thousands since 2017. Uh, So, this is Tom Ran of the Taxpayers Alliance. So, the pricey job didn't help save lives. And that's true. I'm sure they could spend 17,000 better. Uh, and this is a picture. Here we have a picture of. Oh, it, it it does look it does look beautiful. Uh, the highest spending fire brigade on rainbow painted fire engines was by Oxfordshire Fire and Rescue Services, who spent four thousand three hundred twenty. Where do you even go to get your vehicle painted in rainbow colours? I mean, it is quite impressive. It's not just a, a paint job all over, but it's quite intricate. Bringing all that up, but it's again our. It shows that our institutions are not concerned about actually doing their jobs, and in this case, saving lives. They're more concerned about virtue signaling, and it's just the same with the police, uh, more concerned about wearing the rainbow laces, more concerned about going to Pride festivals, more concerned about bending the knee at BLM, than they are actually about solving crime. And certainly one of the worst uh, crimes, the worst solving rate for crimes is on rape. And those, uh, out of every hundred allegations of rape, 1.5% end up in convictions. That either means the government claim that 98.5% of those women, generally women, but not always, are liars. Uh, That's a hell of a claim from our government. If they don't believe they're loud, if they actually claim that more than 1.5% have actually had that done to them, then they should be doing all they can do to improve that conviction rate, and yet they don't. So it's an absolute failing. But that's uh our rainbow, rainbow fire engines. Moving on to the next story is it fits into sex, I guess. Uh this is more. Pestminster scandals. This is more sex scandals in the British Parliament. And it, as always, as always, as usually, it does uh, revolve around the Conservative Party. They seem to have an issue with this. And the headline is Fresh Pestminster scandal sparks calls for Britain's next Prime Minister to quash toxic culture amid claims cabinet minister sexually assaulted young parliamentary aid. Um, So we go on. Parliamentary Aid says she was talked about a Tory MP who is now in Cabinet. I wonder who it could be. We're not going to make allegations or or thoughts out loud. That wouldn't be wise. Uh, We are not here to damage anyone's reputation. Certainly want to be very careful. Any allegations. But I'll leave it up to you to have a think about who that may be. Um, a second staff member claimed she was grouped by senior employee at number ten, could reignite Pestminster allegations of politicians abusing younger staff. Mark Clancy from Trade Union Prospect called new PM to quash toxic culture. Um, I will I think Mark Sutherland may be in the green room. I'm going to bring him in. Uh are you there, Mark? Yes, I think he's there. Let me try and bring him in and see if we can get this to work. I will remove this and bring him on.
0: Peter. Mark. Peter, I, I do apologize. What a technical <laughs> load of utter grief that I have had. I That's will try okay. not to swear live on air. Right, um...
1: <laughs> It's wonderful to have you. Well, oh,
0: sorry, I'm just... Quickly adjusting, right? I'm here. I am no, here.
1: That's um, that's fine. Uh, so keep t- kicking keep me one, two, three.
0: One, two, yeah.
1: three. We've got you. So, uh we were going through a, a couple of so. Where would we get up to? Uh, we are. Let's continue moving on. We talked about our rainbow fire engines. We talked about the latest sex scandal in Westminster. Uh, we'd gone through Gorbachev.
0: Uh, so I'm could I, come, could I come could I come back to Gorbachev? Do you mind?
1: Take take a minute and then we'll move on. So go forward. What are your thoughts on that quickly?
0: Well the key thing is is that Pestroika is not what necessarily what people I would say think it is. I think the other the key thing is this is that in nineteen 19- uh, Ninety-one. Uh, suddenly um, he is giving a sort of digital input into um, a conference, a globalism conference, as I would call it, in Tennessee. Now, a very dear friend of mine, Carl Tigrib, has, um, has written about this, done a heck of a lot of research on this. Now, what is interesting is you have Daddy Bush there You know, and then you have uh, Gorbachev there at this conference as well. That is no coincidence whatsoever. And just quickly, when Reagan says, Mr. Gorbachev, tear this wall down that whole spirit of communism has literally now invaded the West. Please someone tell me that it, what I have said is completely not true because we only have to look around us on what's gone, uh, going on. in regard. And there is a tie-up here. In regard to China in 1972, Zabrinsky, who was part of the Carter administration, then, as he went on to be, went over to China and basically asked them, to become a technocracy, become a country that just spied on its own people, and then you have universal basic income and all that. Does that sound familiar, people, to what these World Economic Forum, Nazi globalist nutbags that have also have influence in our own parliament want to bring about across the world? I've had my say on that. Thank you, Peter.
1: That's okay. We will move swiftly on. Uh, we're going to go to cost of living crisis. And I was chatting to a couple of people this morning. And this is, I mean, it, it is really going to hit the fan, I think, big time. We are um, going to suffer more than uh, we know for a long time. So if Projam could you bring that Daily Mail story up. And here we go. And this is the recommendations. Cook dinner after 8pm. Wash your clothes at morning or night and turn off your lights if the wind doesn't blow. Experts warn Britons could face energy rationing to avoid blackouts. Administers draw plans to dim the lights this winter. And if we scroll down, um, energy rationing possible for the UK. Uh, Lack of wind could leave us vulnerable due to replacement of thermal and nuclear generation with renewables. Uh, Much of Northern Europe has had similar low wind conditions, restricting ability to import from elsewhere. Um, And it's uh, there. I mean, Europe is, facing a massive crisis. And this, of course, fits in with, <laughs> with Russia using the Nord gas pipeline uh, as as part of the, the fight against the West. And why not? Uh, uh, that has been off for three days and now will be off for longer because of a supposed leak. Uh, Germany, of course, were foolish enough to to build this and just have their energy dependency on one single country, whoever they are is very foolish. But this fits in obviously to the uh, massive inflation we have, huge energy costs and everything just going out of control. And we could have blackouts because I think our energy uh, capacity we run on about ninety eight and a half or ninety nine percent, so there is no spare capacity in the UK energy system, and we're not building anything more. So this is going to be, I think, an extremely worrying time for many Brits and many businesses.
0: So why why should we be surprised because COVID-19 okay you assign everyone into their houses yeah. you then as soon after that when you go oh we now release you everybody because we've been that stupid to believe the idiocracy that's come out of government. And I would just like to say now, COVID lockdowns are totally, totally damaging and now being proven. Look at all the mental health issues and all the rest. Yeah. However, people were not buying or, or, or anything or any goods, supposedly except maybe online. So then what happens is you stoke up inflation where everyone goes out there and starts spending all over the place. The whole thing, excuse me for this statement, is designed and then because we've got this whole worship of gaia we've just had a a prime minister bojo who, you know, his wife is so much into all this net zero nonsense. He's been stupid enough to listen to her and all the other wokery. But before that, we have had this anti-coal, anti-nuclear, and then we think we can have a bunch of windmills stretching, you know, all the way from Cornwall to the uh, Scottish Highlands. And then, OK, we have got hydroelectric dams in, in Scotland. We're, se- we're sending a load of that. Maybe some of that power abroad, bloody, bloody, blah. blah. Now, sorry, but the worship of Gaia, there is no such thing. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just going to say it. Man-made climate change. Trees take CO2 and turn it into oxygen, which is what we need. And this is why we are in this situation, because the Club of Rome in 1956 says we want to create tyranny. We are now going to create this whole storm where we are at now, we are not invested in our infrastructure in regard to this. Now, certain clever people turn around and go, well, because we've been transitioning to wind power, to solar power, this is the situation that we are in. We are now seeing more floods up and down, up and down the country. Um, I have seen many, many windmills um that uh, have actually have actually shut have actually not worked on my many travels up and down this country um that is the truth that is the truth Mm -hmm. of it then we've got this stupidity of let's let's have as many electric cars on the road well People need to remember that those electric cars are powered by nuclear power stations or okay. coal fired power stations. So in other words, there's even more of a drain because various liberal elites and various people that are living in certain uh, parts of this country or say, you know, a massive sort of liberal elite in West London going, oh, look, aren't I a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person? I have got a, a particular electric vehicle. The fact that those batteries you cannot uh, take them apart you cannot bury them you cannot do anything and that the batteries to replace them you virtually just got to keep buying a car this is utter madness and is all profoundly unnecessary to cause even more pain because all they want is death and destruction period in regard to the Russians because of Putin whatever people think of him the fact that he wants to buy polar world he wants to be of influence other people want to be of influence now we haven't got a time in many ways to tonight to discuss necessarily fully of what's been going on in america and the fact that the whole of the 20th century has been about getting rid of america getting rid of the constitution and moving as many chess pieces in place to bring about a global governance and again i say to people you can challenge me on that, but there are another a number of many facts that we need to go through, including various presidents of America that don't even believe in the constitution. So, and I think one of them is now, well, by fraud, calls himself, as I call him, the resident in the White House is called Biden. So this is this is what we are absolutely facing. A la- mm-hmm. they have followed the followed the ideology of Gaia and the worship of climate change
1: no absolutely and it's funny because uh, a disclosed tv had this up and and I <laughs> went uh, and was, yeah. it was wonderful because the yeah. the ft had it as a story uh, this was on the 31st of august just in mm-hmm. China's coal-fired power generation reached a record 120 billion kilowatt hours in August. China Energy announced, and if we could scroll that down, Pro Jam, uh, we can get the better. So yeah, that the bit under. Uh, China also plans up to 150 gigawatts of new yep. coal-fired power yep. capacity from 22 yep. to 2025 yep. uh, to satisfy record demand in the communist country. So yeah. while we are. Uh, Cutting down, and Biden's probably one of the worst. Uh, they're using up all the reserves they have. I think it's the lowest reserve level for about 25 years now. Um, and at, at the same time, cutting off from other countries. But here, China's just kind on of as normal and well, realizing that, that, uh, you that, need it.
0: Uh, Biden's doing that. That's because Biden, you know, let's cover my uh, let's cover my son's backside in regard to the Hunter Biden laptop. Yep. Let's talk about uh, – the, the, I'm just going to say it. People think maybe this isn't relevant. It is relevant because of all the cover-up, because of all the fraud, because of the, when you're going to get paid $31 million plus by a bunch of Chinese, when you go when you're vice president under – you know, Obama, and there you are visiting uh, various uh, visiting China and your son's coming with you. He then sits on the board of Burisma and an, another particular company that's just gone from my mind. And this company is then investing in biolabs in the Ukraine. Yep. So that is why a load of this is going on. And if people don't agree with me, then look up the incredible Lara Logan who will talk about this. This is not... I am not saying any of this for a fact and I'm rather, uh, you know, lighting a fuse with me tonight because I'm furious about all of this, that people cannot see this and we have this excuse of of a government in, you know, we're going to get a new leader supposedly at any moment that none of us have ever voted for fortune. I mean, out of, I hope it's not Rishi because then I suppose all the Chinese links fire India that he has with a particular sure. company and UBI and all this will then have to be ex- exposed. Let's just pray that if Liz Truss can find her inner Margaret Thatcher, a woman who was not perfect, but man, a oh man actually loved her country and OK, some of the members of the cabinet were profoundly suspect in regards to sexuality. That's mm-hmm. another subject. But um, but the issue is this, if she can find that. But the country is absolutely is bankrupt. Right. Yep. Now, China as a communist country churning out all of that, it, it's satisfying its energy needs. It, it couldn't give a monkey's how much uh, you know how many uh, coal-fired power stations they're building, and nor should we. We need to get we need to get on with it. I suppose one way of other than injecting people with the with the death juice um, via these mRNA vaccines, you then have let's then be praying for a bad winter, and people will be freezing to death because they're going to have to make a decision what they spend on in regard to cost of living this is uh, this is where we um, this is where we are at because these people as I say have swallowed the ideology of climate change who worship at the footstool of uh, of food of mr. Attenborough and any other kind of documentary that the BBC want to put out denying that the Arctic shelf in regard to ice has been improving and growing and also denying that the fact that the barrier reef in Australia is actually re replenishing itself and rehealing itself because this is what goes on i'll just quietly say this anyone who knows anyone in the oil industry phone them up and ask them is oil finite no it reproduces itself now as a bible believing christian these are gifts that we have been given Mm -hmm. by god what is very very interesting in america is that i believe round about 1915 maybe just before they had electric cars they then just after that were then developing electric trolley buses so in other words what happens is someone comes along and goes you know what? We're going to make more money out of oil at the moment. So we'll buy all those patents up and get rid of that. And then at the right time, when we want to bring about global tyranny, we will then completely get rid of the oil industry. And then we'll have electric cars. we we'll are ask people to stop flying. we we'll restrict this. We'll restrict that. So the meaning of, in regard to the American constitution, of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness in this incredible political experiment that even... Um, Biden talked about in a speech where he was he was really really trying to do his best impersonation of Emperor Palatine from uh, from Star Wars. Was even saying all oh, this great experiment, except when it doesn't suit the left, who are now trying to destroy it, which is what they are doing all over the world at this particular point.
1: Well, let me jump on to that. We're not going to play the speech because I don't want to subject our viewers to 24 minutes of the former Vice President Biden. Yes, yes. uh, I think it's um, Stephen Crowder calls him the former Vice Vice President Biden. (laughs) Uh, We'll stick with that. Call him many other things. Um, And he managed 24 minutes without pooping himself, I think, which is uh, quite well done for him. He definitely deserves a medal for that. But in this, uh, he talked about quite a number of, of things often extremely difficult to follow he doesn't know what he's talking about so how on earth are we meant to know but in this uh, speech one of the quotes was we must be honest with each other and ourselves too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal uh, too right it's not normal yes. uh, yes. Happening him yeah. but yeah. he says Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundation of, of our Republic. I believe America is at an inflection point, one of these moments, one of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. And now America must choose to move forward or to move backwards, to build a future or obsess about the past. So I guess uh Mark, sure. you and I, not as Americans, But certainly as as MAGA, as MAGA Brits, not MAGA Mm. Republicans, we represent Mm. an extremism. And we personally, we threaten the very foundations of the United States.
0: Well, do we? Well, that's really interesting. Let's just quickly, (laughs) sorry, Peter, to jump in. Let's really talk about, let's talk about the biggest inflection point. It was called November 2020 when he... Yep. And he talked about this. He said that Democrats have basically the biggest sort of um, vote stealing machine in, yep. in in the world. They have this amazing, th- amazing machinery. They stole. Let's just say this publicly from me. You can quote me. They stole the election. Yeah, period. They stole the election, the fraud. The proof of the fraud, whether that's through 2,000 mules, whether that is uh, through uh, other documentaries, etc., which is coming out, whether that's um, Catherine Albrecht's work, etc., truth true the vote, etc., etc., could go on quoting various people. Please, people, go and look them up. The whole thing was stolen. The fact that his son... Again we come back to the Hunter Biden laptop mm. which is which I understand not that I've seen it I don't want to has got some of the most disgusting stuff on it bloody bloody blah that was all suppressed by mainstream media and I have to say this that even when you've got Fox News calling Arizona early for Biden they are not who they present themselves to be because that gentleman was handed the laptop in that shop, made, made copies of that, and mm. sent it out to the media. The, all the media have been complicit in shutting that down, and they need to be held to account. The resident in the White House, who sadly needs to be in an old people's home for dementia, that individual who has been in politics now must be 48, 49 years, who is profoundly racist, Who's come up with disgusting comments? Who then um, even faked the fact that how well he did in his legal school and yep. said I got virtually got four marks? That has now been pro- that was proven many many years ago to be completely rubbish. In fact, it stopped a presidential run. The man has got no other experience in life other than being an overpaid politician and achieving nothing. And we now reflect on why then Obama put him as the vice president, the pictures of that particular individual, uh, certain photo calls, and being profoundly in, inappropriate with, with certain young children, young girls, um, that's all out there. Those photographs are there. And I will stand by that. The key is this, is that the man is at the front as the puppet, and various people are pulling the strings. To actually be called that, be called semi-fascist. I've never heard any. I've never seen a visual more fascist than yeah. what Biden was challenging, channeling, with red lights behind. The only thing he's missing is a moustache, and basically the sounds of Nuremberg and a load of and a load of marching marching uh, troops in time, maybe doing the goose step. This they are. They are fundamentally the fascists. And what the key thing that we need to be praying for is what they want. They want America to have a civil war. They absolutely are pushing for this. And Mm -hmm. we must not, we must pray that that does not happen. Now, whether the debate of America being there in biblical prophecy and all this is a subject for another time, it really is. But the fact is, is that you and I have many, many friends over there, including many, maybe many of our viewers have many friends over there, and we have a heck of a lot of links. When you go back, when you study what happened, and you then hear Obama going, oh, I'd love a third term, wouldn't that be amazing? Maybe I could be sitting in the basement with a little earpiece, and I could tell the person who is president what to do. Just think about that along with every everyone else. A lot of the Biden people in the Biden administration were actually in the Obama administration. Mm. That is a distinctive crossover. Okay. Now we don't have to go we don't have time to talk about Obama's links with Bill Ayers. We don't have time for people like to discuss Bill Ayers founding Obama's presidential political career and all the rest. I say these names deliberately because I want people to go and do the research and look this up. It's really, really important. The thing thing is, Peter, we have reached a point where a president, at his inauguration, gives a speech saying, I want to unify the country. Could you please explain to me what that speech did in regard to trying to unify the country?
1: Completely. Um, I'm going to show a video, but I see that, uh, where was it? Sorry, goodness. The, The chat goes up so fast on Ketter. Thank you for all of you putting your chats in the comments. But HW Logan says, Fox News, nothing but a turncoat network. Yes. Absolutely, it's been... Um, uh, they've obviously... It's it's moved on to the children and they don't have any allegiance. It's purely about money and it's moved away from um, a certain ideological position to just a another network there to make money. But let me... Uh, I want... But Mark set this over and it was quite... Quite comical uh, this is about the FBI raid yeah. oh, uh, yeah. from a a, a British a British <laughs> viewpoint. Kind of, I've got to, It's just a minute. Let me play this, and then we can maybe mention about uh, that. uh, It's obviously all the redacted um, uh, affidavits have been released, which don't really tell us much, apart from the FBI hit Trump and are being used to try and make sure he does not run in 2024. But let me play this anyway. Oh! No, let me bring it up fully. And there you go. I'll play this.
2: Hello, who is it? We are from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Whose castle is this? This is the castle of Donald J. Trump. This is Castle Ma Go and tell your master, we have been charged by God with a sacred quest. <laughs> if he gives us food and shelter for the night, he can join us in our quest for secret nuclear codes. Well, I'll ask him, but I don't think he'll be too keen. He's already got one, you see. What? He says they've already got one. Are you sure he's got one? Oh yes, he's a very nice. I told them we already got one. (laughs) Well, um, can we come up and have a look? Of course not, you are federal types. <laughs> if you do not show us the code, we will take your castle by force. You don't threaten us, FBI pig dogs. <laughs> Go and boil your bottoms, son of a silly person. I blow my nose at you so-called FBI. Uh... You and your federal niggers. If you do not agree to my commands, then I shall take ah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ah! Christ! Ah!
0: Oh! Okay. All, all, all I can say is your mother smells of, of elderberries and your father is a hamster. I mean, <laughs> it is just, that is one of the funniest things I have seen for a long time. Whoever's done that is genius, <laughs> utter genius.
1: But it—I mean—it is so unbelievable how the the whole institution, every institution, has been used mm. by corrupt Biden to make sure his opponent is taken out. And I think it was, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, who wrote? this? Uh, Scott Adams does a great little piece on this, where he's where he breaks the news to uh, his viewers that the FBI went in and they found documents. They found documents, documents. Ah, oh, this is the end of America, and he does a beautiful piece. Scott, I love uh, Scott Adams, but it's yeah, and obviously the the um, the the cameras were were kept on, and I I, I do. Hope that Trump does release that footage uh, so we can see how the FBI conducted that raid. And I know raid is not a word that any of the networks now accept, but that's what it was. It was a raid and a way of shutting down your political opponent.
0: Uh, absolutely. And I think the key to, to one of the key things out of this slightly a slight segue, but it's very, very important. We look at the events of January the 6th. Donald Trump now realizes what it is like personally to have the FBI come and hassle you and step over the line. Mm-hmm. However, to be fair to him, Russia, 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 accused of accused of this, accused of that, accused of, you know, being linked to Putin and all the rest. Utter lies. The fact yeah. that Hillary Clinton's 33,000 emails on server's. In the Ukraine, other parts in uh, in Chabakwa, or or maybe in her in a flat in New York, you know that she gets away with that. They have been weaponized. The IRS was weaponized, I believe, round in, in 2014 under under Obama. Um, Catherine Albrecht has a, a very interesting uh, where she's part forward before a congressional committee. Being, being interviewed by them, mm. e.g. soccer mums, where the IRS came against him. Yeah. The reason why this is all important is because this has been building for a long time. And what happens is that people have a short memory. Now, as far as I'm concerned, the facts I see is that he had declassified Everything. In fact, the department, the archive department, even I think helped pack the boxes, put them on sack trucks, and wheel everything out, maybe even load them onto the helicopter as he was leaving and stepping down as being president. Why are we surprised? The fact that the FBI had been down there or the archivists had been down there and turned around and said, oh, can you just put an extra lock on this? Uh, And there he is going, oh, would you like a cup of tea? More biscuits, more sandwiches, more champagne? I don't know. But what it is is because one archivist saw... Um, that got that didn't like trump whatsoever and, and passionately then doesn't believe in the american constitution which is a bit of a joke when you're supposed to be in charge of a library and all the historical records mm-hmm. then sees various hysteri- historical records in a very hysterical way leave the white house and then decide to go right now i can have a go at him well what about all the historical records that obama took with him back to chicago yep. at that point now um we don't know which home he's got whether it's the one by the water's edge in Martha's vineyard because he must definitely believe in climate change otherwise he wouldn't have a house right on the beach I'll just throw that one out so he has all these thousands and thousands of documents that he hasn't put in a library yet Mm. hasn't done anything so there is no doubt about it is one rule for one one rule for another and because people actually believe the press and are not looking at the facts every time we're now seeing the judge that wrote off the that allowed this to go ahead on this particular piece of paper was linked with um Jeffrey Epstein what a surprise you know none of this fully I'll give Fox News actually to be give it a little bit of latitude as then I think mentioned that at this particular point and other people independently we have all been on this from day one. this is so obvious let's arrest trump but trump now he now knows what a load of jan sixes are like he, yep. he may end up knowing what they're like if they want to try and um you know bring him out in in uh, handcuffs and then eventually put him in prison or whatever we've got a load of jan i'm going to say this we've got a load of people that have been uh incarcerated after jan six for in for exercising their constitutional rights. The big thing, and here's a, there is a link here, Pelosi on that day wanted a complete bloodbath because she couldn't mm. get the bloodbath. We pray that that bloodbath never happens. But very sadly, five people died at the hands of DC police, including one of their own, which is Officer Signick. Now, why is this all relevant? Because they have been building this up. When President Trump says, What about the National Guard going to Washington, D.C.? Oh, no, the Mm. mayor. Oh, no, we don't need that. We don't need that. The woman who's now moaning that a load of illegal immigrants, quite rightly, are being bussed up from Texas into Washington, D.C. to make sure they know how it feels. The reason why this is all relevant is that the judicial system, the rule of law in America at the moment, it looks as though that has been completely and utterly broken. The law is only benefiting one side, which is the Emperor Palpatine evil side, as far as I'm concerned. And I'll end with saying this. The Democrats that we now see now are not Democrats. They are not the Democratic Party of the JFK era. Even some people would even argue with Clinton from 1992. Mm. Bill Clinton, that's another subject for another day in regard to some of the stuff that he's got up to. But the Democratic Party now are full- blown communists they wouldn't even allow jfk into that party oh absolutely
1: let me uh hear just uh mark's thoughts on um on former vice president biden <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, that, that, just to give you a smile because it, it can be so depressing, but uh, MAGA voters are the cause of our problems and reminds, of course, of Hitler saying the Jews are the cause of our problems. Mm. So mm. it's always dangerous whenever a leader takes one single group in Saudi and uh, singles them out. Well, the, I people. mean, he, he,
0: he has taken this further than Hillary Clinton did. Hillary mm. Clinton, in a private sort of dinner, said... Well, if you put all these people into a uh, sexist, misogynist, and all the rest, and we put them into a basket of deplorables. Yep. He has actually taken that so far that he's put it into a speech. He's actually put it into a speech. This is a seminal moment for these people that want to destroy America. It's a seminal yep. moment. They have now stepped over 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 the mark they have completely stepped over the mark and what they've done is to criticize anywhere between 71 to 80 million people that voted for donald trump and i think he won every single state bar california yeah um And that and then the fraud, the rest of the fraud is history. The reason why you need to vote on one day and you do a paper ballot and you vote on a particular day is that it doesn't give the other side time to go to their warehouse and pull out their buckets and buckets of votes that Hmm. they've all printed off and signed so that they can then say, oh, we've just found another 300,000 votes in Arizona or wherever. So that is the that is the reason why I, like you, my dear friend, and like other dear friends, just can't just get totally frustrated over the fact that people, a load of people cannot see it. But when you've got a president of a country in the way that he's done, he's just slagged off all of those country men and women of his country. And I'll just say this. He opens the speech when he talks about the greatest experiment of we, the people, we, the people. Well, 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 you made the biggest mistake, Mr. Biden. You called yourself, your country, a democracy. You are not Mm -hmm. a democracy. You are a representative constitutional Republic. And you are saying all of this deliberately because you wish to get rid of the electoral college and the electoral college, The Electoral College basically creates balance in regard to how America is run. Because what it does, it then has small states have certain amount of votes. So for argument's sake, like Indiana compared to uh, California, it allows the small states to have a vote. We over here do not fully understand how... Their system works unless we spend time over there beginning to understand it. That's why the uh, the um, the flyover states, which is the biggest insult, in two thousand and sixteen, powered by the Amish, all got together and voted for Donald J. Trump. That's it. Now I'm not.
1: Oh, we've got Mark Frozen.
0: You know, um, they're and all, they're all selected or whatever. I'm not going to get into that.
1: Hmm. Let me, uh, well, let's go uh, finish off with a few COVID stories. Of my Pro Jam, my Pro Jam, yeah, you could bring up the first COVID story. There are three to finish off with. So let's go up with the first one, which of course will be uh, exciting news for everyone waiting for their whatever number of booster jab you're going for, well, don't worry, because you will get a message in the post and it will tell you it is time for you to come in. Uh, And the doctor... um, So it wasn't that. It was the first one, which is uh, Jabulous, was the horrendous sun title. Millions of Brits can book COVID boosters for Monday as NHS rolls out fresh Jabs. Let me bring this up. There you go. There's always a picture of a a needle of some substance going in your arm. And 4 million Brits can book COVID boosters for Monday as the NHS kicks off the Omicron jabs rollout because Omicron is so deadly and dangerous. So, again, Mark, this is not going away. Uh, we were told that don't worry, you get one, you get two, and that all goes away. But it is non stop and it's more than. Just making money for pharmaceutical companies.
0: Well, absolutely, definitely. because it's a it's a genocide or it's a yeah. genocide agenda. Let, let's just say yeah. it how it is. Everything is coming out. I want to give a shout out to GB News. I want to give a shout out to Mark Stein that is yeah. uh, interviewing yeah. people in regard to the uh, how the vaccines have have been, have injured them, how the people that are dying. If all of us, if we are privileged to have a number of people watching us, and and then in the future when this goes out on a pre-record or whatever, if everyone sits back and works out how many people they know that have been injured or have died recently, the deaths in this country are up by 10%. Let's just say this, the flu jabs, the whatever jabs, all they do is destroy your immunity. The best, the best defence that you have is your natural God-given body. Now, my dear friend and yours, Kate Shamanari is far more of a health expert When people phone when I'm like, trying to do an interview, um, but then again they wouldn't know. So the I do apologise, but the key the key thing the key thing is this: is people go and do mm. the, the actual flu jabs that have been going on for many many years have been building up to destroy people's immunity. This is the yeah. jab, wasn't it? Oh, go and get your jab, and then you'll be fine. The fact that it's now shown that the people that keep getting COVID yeah um are people that have been jabbed right up to the nines so under the data protection, I will not reveal my viewpoint on that, but what I will say is that the people that have not been jabbed um their health seem to be in a darn sight better than those people that have been jabbed when they've had jab one jab two jab three booster one booster two booster three it's it's going on, oh yes, because. If we can't get them with the, uh, with the injections of a certain age, we'll take Modacilam, we'll take Redisamir we'll into the old people's homes and, we're, and we will use those. People think I'm exaggerating, you know that I am not because other people you've had on the show talk about that far with far more in-depth and knowledge than I do. This is a genocide. They, have no, they are trying to push this. Well, I can say to them now, letter comes through my door it will immediately go on the fire and i will use that to heat my home which i've now got problems with because they've caused all this other chaos and yeah. i just advise anyone to take all those letters and burn them immediately
1: and if our viewers are looking for uh, again more information we talk about this every program but we've had Naomi wolf on daily clout is a fantastic yep. website yep. uh steve kirch his email. Substack is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Robert Malone, a previous guest, his yeah. substack is brilliant. You can follow Robert Maloney and follow Peter McCulloch on Getter. Uh, those certainly are four individuals I would recommend. There are many, many more, uh, but it's often difficult to keep track. And I know that um, Naomi Wolf has done a lot with, with Bannon on Daily Cloud mm. and putting together a lot mm. of the data, and there is so much data. And as you mentioned, Kate Shemurani, we've a test lorry, um uh, sh- uh Sherry there's so many and it's interesting to connect with these people but those are some of the sources you can go for some of that information
0: can i, can I just make a comment i'm just seeing yeah. a chat chat here from uh dear uh, win bryan thank you very much for your comment you've said cannot believe what i'm hearing genocide yes yes i'm afraid it is win um with with respect go and do go and do some research i'll quickly give you some a brief a very brief couple of sentences of history if you look up IG Fairbairn, a conglomerate founded in 1925 which is a conglomerate of all the pharmaceutical companies in Germany led by Karl Duisberg who was the head of Bayer that is what came about they then were the industrial power base behind Hitler they paid For all of Mengele's experiments and beyond in regard to the Jews, they created Cyclone B that gassed 5 million plus Jews, etc. Please go and do the research, find that out. Um, Look up a book by uh, Dermot Jeffries, um, another uh, Irish compatriot, I believe, Peter, who wrote a book called Hell's Cartel. It goes through the history of Bayer. I do not... Peter and I at some point are going to do a program where we can, or maybe two, where we begin to arch this and throw out historical records. So the fact is, the fact is, if you then accept that the European Union is, uh, is the Fourth Reich, yes, I'll just throw that little bomb out there as well. You look at the history, you look at the Marshall Plan, you look at how things were then assimilated after the Second World War. Just quickly, the First and the Second World War, how they came about, is not how certain things are then portrayed. So what they've now done is decide to roll out the experiments in regard to the genocide that they did in those concentration camps to the rest of the world and have managed to convince millions and billions of people in the world that they need to take a vaccine, etc., for something that's actually created in a lab. And then, as Kate would say, under Knox postulates, has not been proven to then exist naturally. That's created in the lab. And I come back to that. And I just say, people, look it up. Look up the real history of the Spanish flu, etc. This is all relevant. When we disturb and arthur furstenberg who wrote um uh, i think something called electronic rainbow i've got the title slightly wrong i've come to this the when the earth's electronic uh, magnetic field is then disturbed it disturbs us in regard to electronically what we are then using what we are then putting into the atmosphere these are all other equations that's why the whole
1: He'll come back. He's just frozen for a moment.
0: five G etc is profound. In the mid, you
1: can I uh, the the I think the the thing which really has blown me away is the desire to vaccinate not vaccinate jab uh, pregnant mm. women and for something that they admit has not even gone through fully full trials, uh, mm. even if you believe this was a true vaccine was beneficial, it has not gone through full trials, you do not give it to pregnant women. You would no never either. give drugs to pregnant no, women yeah. no. and yet that is given to pregnant women and Pfizer's own data, which has now been released, talks about the side effects of uh, miscarriages and deformed children, um, yet you're not allowed to talk about this. Well, why can't you talk about the data that Pfizer what? themselves have been Forced to put out,
0: I agree. And Naomi Wolf on Steve Bannon in the last 24 hours, um, did that, and then she showed, she showed, um that picture of a placenta, and then it had all the white bits going across over it, killing that, strangling it, because, as Robert Malone would say, these are not vaccines, these are mRNA experimental. We know that they have not gone through the certain checks and balances that would normally go through, and you would turn around and say that after five deaths, at least by seven, you would then withdraw it. They have not withdraw it. And we have to say... I say it, that then people like Valence, Witty, everyone else within cabinet, it's all very well blaming the scientific advisory group and going, well, on there sat Susan Mackey, and she's a member of the British Communist Party. So she's then, uh, check it out. So she's then pushing all this. I'm sorry, it's not good enough, Mr. Rushi, just suddenly backtrack on this. And even then Liz Trust and we have to hold these people's feet to the fire, that's if we believe that they are then not going to be pulled by any other puppet masters. But this is a va- absolutely important. These, these uh, vaccines were never, these mRNA were never trialed or tested in the normal form. And just quickly, yeah. Yeah. my body, my body, my choice, seems to have gone out the window when it happens to talk about these vaccinations if you want to i'll just say this if you want to go and have a vaccination and you believe in that go and do that i'm not stopping your free choice the rest of us go and do our research and without believe without releasing things on the data protection act we go and do our research i saying where i'm at on this we go and do our research and we come to a conclusion and go no thank you what's happened is that we have been ridiculed for that we have lost friends over this we have been excommunicated from various people etc that has happened to me on a personal level i know that's happened to peter as well because we have done the research and been diligent and we and it breaks my heart the last thing i want to do is be part of this is the biggest i told you so in history i do not want to be part of that i honestly do not want to but do not tell me do not tell me I don't have a right to make a decision. And, and then when people have been made unemployed, they've lost their businesses because they have stood by their beliefs. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we're right.
1: On Monday we're speaking with someone who did lose their job because they did not uh, get the jab um, and they had medical reasons for that it wasn't just personal was medical reasons and they lost their job. so I'll I'll not let you know who that is. Um, but when thank you for jumping in uh, when has known me for? 41 years of my 45-year life. So there you go. She's known me for quite a while, but great to have you on, Wynn, all the way down there from Limerick. Uh, two more stories. Let's just do two or three minutes on each of them. Uh, I may have to cut Mark short at a moment as we go through. Let, last two. And this is about when you followed the money. Ex-Minister Liam Fox, who we all thought was wonderful, Gets donation from COVID test firm he recommended. And if uh, we can scroll through that, if you can scroll further through that, my producer. Nope. Okay. Well, not scroll further through that. But um, he received £20,000 and then they got a, a contract later on. So it, it just shows you, actually, this is about... Feathering their own nests and to hell with the consequences for the British people.
0: And was he exchanging uh, emails with uh, Matt Hancock at some point? I saw <laughs> something there on Sky News. I think I'm just saying there, allegedly, according to Sky, that there were an exchange of emails in regard to this particular company, seemed to have got various uh, antibody testing or whatever, seemed to be very, very fast at it. Um, I I agree with you, Peter. I thought this guy was fairly sound, yep. um, but then again, I'm adding him to the long list of people like William Hague um, to uh, Boris Johnson. I'm adding even Priti Patel then. Yep. I'm adding to a list of feeling profoundly uh, disappointing, disappointed. Um, but then again, Bojo, you could ask, is not a real, true conservative. He's just le- a libertarian, and also at that, at a moment's notice, will then take um, will take advantage of of uh, of a populist vote. Um, but he, uh, he,
1: can- uh, he re- yeah, he started 20,000 donations in June from a COVID testing firm on yeah. whose behalf he had contacted the then health secretary, Matt Hancock. I got that. And <laughs> he, he recommended they got, and then the company went on to win a half a billion pound contract to provide tests without facing Competition? How do you? So there's no testing, there's no checking. You give a five hundred million pound contract to your mates. They pay you twenty thousand pounds. I didn't know Liam Fox was that cheap, but anyway, for twenty thousand for a half a billion. It's all about making as well, much money as you can.
0: Uh, absolutely, was this was this done in a pub, a bit like the other guy that uh, met Manha- Matt Matt Hancock, true, the or within Was was that was, was, was that sort of? Was it that kind of thing? You meet down the pub because it seems to happen with Mister Matt Hancock in his constituency. It's very it's very interesting. And please, 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 let's just say this: whoever happens to win the win the Conservative Party leadership, please don't bring that idiot Matt Hancock back. Then we will have a, a riot on our hands, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, I think at, at twelve thirty on Monday, I uh, there Liz, as you said, Liz Truss may be slightly better than Rishi Sunak, but it's if if anyone is watching and hoping that suddenly things will get better, depending on who's head of the Conservative Party, you've got your head so far. Up your backside, that you've completely lost all sense of reality. Nothing changes; it continues, and we are the guinea pigs. So decide whether or not you want to be part of that experiment or not. The final final story, and this is a uh, one on Sky News, and this, of course, many we we started talking about the economic chaos that we're facing really because of, not because of COVID, but because the government shut down the country. And here we have another story linked to it. How nearly 100,000 ghost children have stopped going to school. More than 100,000 schools in disadvantaged areas, uh, more than 1,000 schools in disadvantaged areas, have an entire class where the pupil's missing as MPs call on government to take action. Uh, Around 93,000 pupils have simply vanished and fallen off school registers since COVID pandemic began. These are England's so-called ghost children. Uh, And again, this is our own government have made this happen. If you shut down schools, it's going to have a massive detrimental effect across the country and it will have a ripple effect. And not only... They're talking about 100,000 children disappeared. Well, actually, many children have been massively disadvantaged as well because they've been told stay at home. You don't have to do exams. You don't have to come and talk to your teacher face to face to meet your friends face to face. You're going to live some dystopian weird world where you talk to a screen and you lose all contact of or all human contact is gone. But 100,000 children. It is frightening, and this is the conservative government's fault.
0: Absolutely. Um, in fact, to be honest, it isn't just the Conservative government's fault. I know they've got a, they had an 81 seat majority. It's also the opposition's fault because the opposition have gone along with this. The key thing, uh, the key point to me at the end of this article, and is quite, I find I take this rather bit personally, is the fact that it talks about the mental health, I believe, hmm. effect I think that underlines everything, the mental health damage to people, particularly uh, children going all the way up to adults. The suicide rate is not talked about in regard to age groups of suicide rate whatsoever. Um, It's not particularly very pleasant to have people... um, to then be in a situation where you do, we are socialized animals we need to meet with people we need to talk with people um one of the advantages that i have i'm being given platforms in which to speak so if i have something on my chest i can get i can get that off we all need that we all need a hug we all need a cuddle and say hello how are you are you okay we all need that we need that physical touch we need those conversations we we were then t- we were then told uh, after the 20th march 2000
1: he's got another phone call
0: just <laughs> disease it was absolutely downgraded to that then we were told that it was a 98.9% rate, I just quote Boris Johnson in regard to that, then what you do is you lock down the country, we'll have two weeks to flatten the curve. No, you lying piece of crap. I'll say it. It was not. You then lead this country into bankruptcy and tyranny. And you're right, Peter. Isn't it awful? Isn't it an amazing way what the enemy's done to hang all that onto a Conservative government. We were celebrating January 2020 that we had got our own liberty back, that we had handed over the running of our country in 1973 to the common market that then became the European Union, a leg of of global government. We actually voted and we got that back. We still haven't got it fully back and they need to sort that now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well, let's finish on that. I see. Um, sixteen hundred of you watching on, on Gather. I see we've been competing against. Tommy was on, showing his Rape of Britain Part 4. You can go and watch that on his Getter channel. Um, and the the Donald has been live, so RSBM and also Real America Voice have been covering that. So I, I don't know whether you thought Mark was better or worse than the Donald, but you can catch up with Donald if you missed him. It's on R, RSBN and also Real America Voice. Mark, as always, thank you for coming on, and I'm glad we got your, gremlins, your IT gremlins fixed. In the end.
0: Well, I, I, I am in the fact that I, <laughs> I managed to then get back to my laptop and rescue all my all my gmail so that that's a Gmail account, so that's fine. Um, if anyone wants to find my work, I'll just say find interviews is sutherland.org Want to find me there, please go on YouTube, look up a little film called Between Lambs and Lions. <coughs> Excuse me, look up um, the last short film I produced called The Aris Echo a warning about communism.
1: We will put up Mark's details on <clears throat> uh, on our social media later, so you can certainly, when we re-put up a clip of it, we'll make sure and put up all the links underneath so you can follow Mark there.
0: That's that's very kind. And, and Nanny Annie, thank you very much for your kind thought that you've just said. I hope to come back on soon as well. Thank you.
1: Mark, welcome on any time. So, Thank all you. good. On that, I wish our viewers a wonderful rest of your Saturday evening. Go and pour yourself a glass of whatever your favourite beverage is and uh, have a good Sunday. We will see you on Monday evening with, as I said, uh, talking to someone who lost their position in a music band uh, because they did not get the job. So, he'll be joining us on Monday evening. So, tune in for that. But, um. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday. So thank you very much for watching, and good night.
0: If you like what we do, sign up to our mailing list. Donate, share, and subscribe to our many platforms at heartsofvoke.org. Thank you for listening.